You're listening to Sunday Funday. I'm your host Shauna and on this podcast I talk about anything and who knows what that will be and sometimes I interview some people so make sure you listen and thank you for listening to this episode but anyways don't forget to subscribe, review, rate and share my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hello and you are very welcome to episode 135 of Sunday Funday. I'm Shauna and you are very welcome to this week's podcast. Coming up in this week's podcast, I'll be talking about imaginary games, the games that we taught up of on the spot when we were children. I'll also be talking about if I was a teacher and what would I do. I'll also be talking about iPad kids. We've seen it all over our TikTok feed. They're everywhere. So I'm going to be talking all about that because I know I was a person that did have an iPad at the age of eight, maybe nine, and still have that iPad to this day. So I'll be talking all about that in this week's podcast. But also on last week's podcast, crazy to think that now we are 100 episodes since episode 35, which is kind of crazy Like to think 100 episodes ago, I made a podcast thinking it won't get many views or plays. Little did I think it would be over 400 plays and still going like think i checked it was at like 424 before i started recording which is crazy like still think i got 24 plays in the last week it's kind of good considering it's an older podcast and it's one of the first ones as well so it's kind of crazy but again from last week's podcast it's been crazy Last week's episode episode had over 40 plays by Tuesday, which is really good for my podcast. Like, I know it's still small, but for someone that is trying to get out there, it's good. And, and, and considering, like, on a Tuesday, I'm lucky to have, like, usually on a Tuesday, there's, like, 15 to 25 plays. So, like, it's after, like, last week's podcast is doubled of what it was the week before, which is, which is crazy. So, people were really liking my mom on last week's podcast. And as well, like, the TikTok I did with my mom is, like, crazy as well. Because it has, like, I think it's, like, nearly 10k views and over two, not over, nearly 200 likes, which is crazy. And I've only told my mom, there's, like, last time I told her, there was, like, only 150 plays on it. And she was, like, like, when I was recording an interview or, like, the quiz last week or she's, like, well, many people listen to this now. I was, like, no, not many people. I was sort of wrong, so sorry, mammy. I'm after getting you like, um, over ten thousand views. Well, nearly ten thousand views. Well, you may as well say ten thousand views if you're going to add up Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok because there's three thousand views on Facebook as well, which is crazy. So, over all social media platforms, there's been a lot, and then it's so funny. Um, like I had a boring week. Uh, to start off with, like. Monday I did not and like literally for last week I'm only getting like three four hour blocks of sleep at a time so I don't know what it is on my sleep schedule but I need to fix it so if anyone has any advice please help me um but Tuesday my auntie uh she's doing operation transformation uh my auntie Anne and there's the lights up Ireland whatever it's called in Coolery the local GA pitch or whatever and so, of course, I went to support my aunt, or whatever, and and um, people were coming. I was with my mum a, a few times, and people going, "Oh yeah, I seen the yoke on Facebook." And my mum was—you could just see in her face; she just like was getting secondhand embarrassment. I think so. Sorry, mammy. Um, but clearly, I gave her a practice run because she was in front of the camera. <laughs> on Tuesday as well and speaking about in front of the camera because this is the hilarious thing ever so like starting off I like because obviously I'm doing college and last few months in college was like the TV studio so I kind of had a good bit of knowledge on what it's like when TV is being filmed the cameras the mics all that sort of thing and before the walk kicked off I said to my mom oh yeah just like I just seen Anne has a mic on her and I don't think my mom heard me properly because she was with my auntie then and the mic was like attached and she goes the two cheeks my arse is freezing and she and she my auntie was like do you realize i'm mic'd up or someone told her afterwards she was mic'd up and i was like mortified she was like that better not make the telly now but the camera wasn't on my auntie at that stage but it was so funny like imagine that being on telly like uh it was so funny 
when she was telling me, I was like, Mommy, did you not t- like hear me say it earlier on that she has a mic on her? Uh, she was like, no, I didn't hear you because so many people were talking to me. I was like, oh, well. Um, but yeah, three times this week, she didn't listen to me properly. And that's why I did the quiz last week because she doesn't, like, she's a great mommy or whatever. But sometimes she wouldn't believe the things that are being said out of my mouth or sometimes she mightn't listen to me properly. Uh, so Wednesday, of course, Operation Transformation was on the telly, but I didn't watch it because I kind of forgot about it. So I went to rewatch it like towards the morning at six o'clock in the morning. I was watching it and I bawled my eyes out. And I, I was telling Mammy, I was like, I should not have watched Operation Transformation this morning. She goes, why? What's wrong with you? I was like, I was bawling my eyes at six o'clock this morning. And she goes, she's like, why were you doing that? I was, cause I, I was like, because it's sad. And then she watched it then. And then she goes, and she was tearing up. She was like, yeah, Shani, you're right. That is sad. And I was like, told you, Mammy. And then today, uh, we're putting up the last few of the Christmas decorations. And I go, careful now, Mammy. You wouldn't want to hold that box with one hand because it's heavy. She went to grab it with one hand. She goes, oh, she's a Shawnee, you're right. That is heavy. I'm like, I told you that. Uh, so that's why I did the quiz with my mom last week. Because she can be like, when, she, when I say stuff, she just doesn't believe me. Or she'll only half listen to it. Or it's just so funny. That's why I did the quiz with her last week. And I had the best crack recording that quiz. Like, I'm definitely going to rope her in to do another quiz in the future. Who knows? Uh, maybe I should do something for like, when I'm turning 20, like in September, and get my mum back on for that. Let me know, like, what quiz should I do with my mum when I'm turning 20. Like, that would be so much fun. Um, But yeah, also, over 180,000 likes, over 180,000 likes, overall likes on TikTok. That is crazy. And we're just still on the edge of 4,000. Last time I checked, we're nine away. So that's kind of crazy. And also, we are also on the edge of 8,000 overall podcast listens. Like, that is crazy. Like, 8,000 is a lot. Like, obviously, that's, like, plays throughout all episodes. But crazy to think, like, episode 35 is, like, majority of that. But then the rest of them is, like, a lot of podcast episodes are over 50 now. Like, I was even looking back. And last time the podcast was in the 30s in the plays, in play-wise, was since early September, like mid to early September, which is like crazy. Like the last four, five months, three, four months, should I say, has been like such a great like performance-wise for the podcast. So thank you to anyone that is supporting over the last few weeks. It means so much to me. Like I'm starting college just to help with the podcast and get it out there and get what I want to do in life and to see it slowly happening and I'm only a few months into college is crazy so thank you to anyone that is supporting the podcast or whatever um but yeah if you want to see more content from me you can social media shawnadal26 on instagram tiktok and twitter I'm on facebook at sunday fun day as well and if you ever want to get in touch with the podcast you can email sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com also I got a very interesting email during the week uh looking to Help a company sell a, diff- a type of product. And this type of product is typically for adults. And it's and I looked up the company and I saw what the product was. I was like, does my Instagram page really look like the sort of page where I'm going to be selling some sort of toys? Like the only bit of toys I've showed on my Instagram is now Shopkins. And then whatever other nostalgia, like old toys I had back in the day I never showed any other toy like what but yeah I thought I'd add that in there um which is I left my apps I was like going to sleep and I got the email and I was like oh my god what the hell because I like whenever I get an email like of a company like wanting to sponsor or work with me I always look up the company before I even get, like, responded because a lot of time, like, it goes into spam email, like, folder. So, most likely, it's going to be a scam anyways. um. So, like, I was researching and I was, like, went on to Google and it was, like, the first thing. I was, like, okay, definitely not doing that. So, I was, like, emailed the person back. I was, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't think my audience is suited for your product. And they haven't responded to me yet, but it was just so funny. Um... But yeah, that was kind of my week. 
And without any longer, let's just get straight into this week's podcast because I'm actually excited for the topics I'm doing on this week's podcast again. Like, I keep doing topics that are fun to talk about. I don't know why. But yeah, uh, here we go. Uh, episode 135 of Sunday Funday. Let's go. As I said in the intro, I've decided to talk all about imaginary games that we all played as children. Now, let's be honest. No two games will be the same when we're talking about our, our imagination from being a child because we all have our own unique style to things, our own likes, our own dislikes, our own interests, all that sort of thing. And that all came into our make up, make believe type of games, I guess, if you want to call them. So these are all the games that I kind of would have played. And please do. Let me know what you did growing up. So what did you kind of make up as a game when growing up, I guess. So, as I said, we've all done this as a child. It was probably the best crack and you were using your acting acting skills, if I can actually speak right. Um, And you were always using like your imagination. You were being creative with like the characters that you're going to play, like whether it be like a mammy, a daddy, a baby, a cow, God knows what it would be. And you're just always using your, using your imagination as a child and even just to come up with the events that happened in the imaginary game that you made up. It was just like, okay, what is going to happen here? What's going to happen there? You're the whole time like coming up with something and it's generally on the spot as well and be some crack like... um. Like there were the days like coming up with games and just going along with it. And even like speaking of like the mammy and baby, uh, and all those sort of ones, you'd been you'd be outside for hours upon hours until dark playing these games and then once it got dark, say in the summer, you're inside and you were still playing the game with your like brother, your sister or whatever. So they were the best games ever. And as well like Growing up, as I said before in the podcast, I did stage school and I did stage school for a number of years and playing these imaginary games was time to practice my acting skills and typically I generally used to over-exaggerate quite a lot, which to be honest hasn't changed much as of recently, but the over-exaggeration that I use nowadays is pretty much like my thoughts on reality is not about like some game that I've come up with on the spot with my sister or my friend um but yeah just to think of like like even the character you'd be like using a posh voice or accent or whatever you'd be like oh my god like why did you do that or like something like that <laughs> like be so weird or you start crying for some over like something ridiculous and like it was so funny uh, and like then you like be doing something with your like as part of the character and you're with your friends and the two of you just like burst out laughing you're rolling around the floor crying laughing and then like your mother comes in like what's wrong with you girls and like nothing like and then you'll be like smingering with each other so oh I just loved being a child um but yeah onto a few of the games that I played many years ago like to think some of these are 10 years ago is actually crazy like this one in particular I used to play with Shopkins and if people didn't know these were a collectible toy that we had back in the day and I did not realize this is all like 10 years ago I'm talking which is like mind-blowing um but basically I used to make the Shopkins do a play because I was in stage school and I was obsessed with stage school for quite some time so I used to make the Shopkins do like a variety show type of thing and there'd be like like different songs and I'd be using YouTube and like playing all like my favorite songs it was just so much fun and then like there would be like you have all the shoe shopkins and they'd be like your stage school club or you'll have like another group of shopkins and they'd be like your school like your primary school class or whatever or the class below you or the class above you it'd be some crack like you just call them like whatever and I remember that I used to like make a lead singer out of Shopkins and they'd be singing for like everyone. Like they'd be singing for the whole show. It was just so random, but it was so much fun at the same time. Like I remember I spent days in the wintertime playing with the Shopkins and I will have a video showing my Shopkin collection because 
believe it or not, I still have the Shopkins to this day. And there's quite a lot of them. Like, there's so many little things. But it was great crack nonetheless. And also, other than stage school, I also play, like, played actual school with them. I like pretend to teach them like maths, English, Irish. And we doing like little quizzes myself with the Shopkins. Like, I le- helped me learn. But it was like just so much fun with different things that we did as children, like especially with toys or whatever. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned earlier on, Mammy and Baby is another game. That I'm pretty sure everyone played this one as well. Like you have a mammy, you'll have a baby, you'll, which is the main two. And then you might have like a daddy, you might have a sister. And remember, especially when there's a mammy and daddy involved, people used to have the ultimate of arguments ever to say, I want to be mammy. I want to be daddy. No, I want to be mammy. I want to be daddy. Or you'd be fighting over who be the mammy because none of you want, especially if you're like two girls, whatever. You didn't want to be like the boy character, I guess. And people be arguing over that. And then you'd be like, fine, I'll be the daddy. And you'd be like having a sulky voice. Was That was like, like that was the most worst of problems back in the day. Now there's a lot like of other problems nowadays. Like that will put you in a bad mood. Um, but no, no need to talk about it today. But yeah, and also like when you're the mommy and the baby, obviously the baby will like be crying over something, and like I don't know if anyone else's people, like anyone else did this or their friend did this, like they'd be doing like fake crying, and then the teacher would be coming over. I was like, oh, what's going on here? Someone's crying. Be like, they even start laughing because it's like, no, 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 it's only a game. It's only pretend. And the teacher would be like, fine, and walk off. But it was great crack, and as well like. You see kids nowadays and the closest they get to daily life is doing skincare routines on TikTok. But the closest we got to a daily life routine, I guess, was mommy and baby going to the shops and like doing all that sort of thing. And mommy and, ba- and baby like doing all different things like going for a walk or you'd be playing or whatever. It'd be so much crack. You miss those days. like. Um, but yeah, another game that I did play was with my sister. Um, my younger sister and I played this up until secondary school age like I was definitely 14 15 maybe probably 14 more than 15 to be honest um this was like me and my sister had this American exchange student so either the American person would go to Ireland or the Irish person goes to America and it used to be the best crack and especially in the summer like we stay out for hours upon hours and then We'll like still be playing the game like till like ten or eleven o'clock that night in the summer. Like summer as like a child, it just hits different. Like it was so much fun, and I remember my dad had this transporter. It was a trailer, and it was kind of a ladder up the back of it, and he used to use playing on the transporter as well. Like go running around the garden, and then he'd be climbing up on gates and fences and running up the hill, falling down the hill, all that sort of thing. And I remember being in first year. I'm playing this game with my younger sister and I was the Irish exchange student after moving to America and all I wore was like GA jerseys and GA shorts and be like we were like because obviously we used to watch a lot of it like me and my sister we would watch Seven Supergirls growing up and you'll see all these like weird rules that they'll have out in America and to, like one of us like my sister trying to be the teacher and be like put your hands down but like by your legs like make sure your shorts isn't going past your fingertips and my sister used to pretend like to pull my arm down like oh those shorts are too short and like have a whole drama about it. it was so much fun it was great crack even at 14 years of age like it was still so much fun and even like spending time with your sister sister was even great as well also i apologize if i stutter a lot i have a blister on my tongue and i keep and it keeps getting in my way so i'm really sorry if i stutter at certain stages or trip over my words because there's a lovely blister and it's quite sore right now so that's great but anyways off topic and uh, that's probably TMI for some people I'm really so sorry about that but we'll move on and another thing is going back to like kind of toys or whatever but you still have imaginary games with these it was dolls and you'll do almost everything with the with the dolls as well like similar to, similar to the Shopkins like you'll be playing school you'll be playing um, what you call it? Stage school or making them do play. The dolls be playing sports. You be having a princess life. You regular regular life, whatever it may be. So much going on, and as well, like 
the most important thing when you're playing with the dolls, all the imaginary games, is making sure the doll's hair is perfect. Like doing French plaits in the doll's hair. And trust me, doing French plaits in the doll's hair where the head is real small is really hard. I can't even do a French plait in my own hair, let alone, do- like, I can do somewhat in a doll's hair, depending on, like, the thickness or the length of the hair. So, that was all back in the day, playing with, like, Barbie dolls, princess dolls. It was just some crack. And, we, like, me and my sister, we used to get, like, uh, my sister more so than me, would get these Monster High dolls, and there'd be, like, three or four in a pack. And, like, we'd pay for a tenner at, like, the field days. It was just some crack, and... As well with the dolls. Like I've seen recently that um, Quality Street changed the wrapper to be more recyclable. And I just saw it's like, me and my sister used to recycle these Quality Street wrappers. So if people remember, like, the Quality Street, like, were the see-through wrapper, like, sweet wrapper on it. So and um, when you stretch it out, me and my sister used to use lumans and make dresses for the dolls. It was just so crack, so much fun. Like, you'll have a purple, purple dress, blue dress, whatever. And, like, my my mom or dad or we'll have visitors in like and we eat out of quality street after christmas and they'll come in it's like don't throw the rubbish don't throw the quality street paper out so like me and my sister can make dresses for the dolls i don't know if anyone else did that but who like who knew like recycling quality street wrappers was great crack back in the day um but yeah that's another thing that we did and loom bands as well like they're great crack as well like they were so like used for everything like you're making bracelets you're using to make dolls dresses you you are using them to tie up the doll's hair like you didn't use them for they're multi-purpose really weren't they um but yeah that's all dolls and then um another game that i used to do was pretend school and this was particularly in like my primary school years with my friend um we we used to have a very bad teacher which i spoke about like a going back while ago on the podcast and this teacher used to be very cross. She had ridiculous rules. And to this day, I don't know why that teacher was the teacher. But anyway, we live, we'll move on. And we survived that teacher. But the teacher was so cross. Me and my friend, like, used to kind of imitate her or whatever. And, like, we used to be the crossest teachers ever. Like, there'd be two of us. And two of us be shouting at, like, different students. Like, um, Paul, you didn't do your homework. Tom, would you be quiet? Like, we roaring at the top of our lungs. And then it was, and then we'd go home and be like, it's just so great, such great fun. And then, like, we had younger sisters. Like, when we got into first year or whatever, uh, there used to be this thing, ref- reflection in my school. And basically, what reflection was, if you you wouldn't, if you don't show up in class, you're being sent to reflection and you're writing out school rules. That's what the thing was. So we had our younger sisters, especially my friend, she had a younger sister who was, like, five, oh, not five, probably, like, eight years old younger than us like seven eight years younger than us I don't know how younger that she was but she was like a child or whatever so like obviously like when you go to your friend's house and your friends come with you you're always told to hang out with your sister or whatever so that's what we did um but oh my god if we were like genuinely if I had eight to ten year old me as a school teacher now I'd be crying every day for the fear like crying of fear every day if I had like eight ten year old me as a school teacher like i'll all be talking about if i was to be a school teacher now but trust me i would not be a teacher that i was eight or ten years when i was eight or ten years old like i remember me and my friend like we'd be playing school and we'd have like old copy books and we'd get the copy books and literally like smack them down on the floor full force and we'd be like do your work would you be quiet like absolutely screaming and i'm like Good thing they're like invisible people because if they are real, we're probably after giving them a concussion with the smack off those copy books or those books in general. So it was all great crack back in the day, and yeah, pretending to be teachers was just so much fun. And then, and then when you had a whiteboard, like I remember my friend got a whiteboard then later in life, and it was some crack just writing on it. And I had like a whiteboard and blackboard on an easel, and the whiteboard was always better the blackboard because obviously you had the whiteboard in school like when I was in junior infants we had the blackboard all right but then the whiteboard came in uh but it was just some crack just writing on the whiteboard and you'd be trying to do nice writing practice your writing on it so that when your teacher did call you up someday in the class you'd be like have really nice writing and straight but uh, yeah it was a great crack and that was pretending to be school teachers back in the day as well um but yeah I did also put to my Instagram asking listeners of the podcast what imaginary games did you play uh, when you were a child? 
So one listener did get back and they said horses. And when they said it, I was like, oh my God, I remember like playing horses. You're just like, even in the Mammy Dar game, like, okay, we'll go on our horses, like to get the bread, the milk or whatever. Um, Yeah, it was some crack. And also if you had the horse's head with the stick coming out of it, that was even better. Like they were even more crack as well back in the day. Or even had the one unicorn head. And another, speaking of horses, another one that I had, I had a rocking horse going back years ago. It's like talking about going into junior infants. And I had a neighbour and we were friends like, and he was rocking on the horse one day. And my mum was like, oh, be careful, you'll fall. And next minute, like, he was going so far, hard, like he fell off the back of it. Uh, which was like kind of scary back then but like when you look back at it, it's slightly funny I, like I still remember that but yeah sorry if I'm like thinking uh, a certain person falling off a horse a rocking horse was a little funny but yeah that's horses back in the day if anyone has played any of these games had their own twist to them had your own games of your own please do let me know I want to know I want to go back in time going back a couple of years going out this stage uh, let me know, seanadal26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. I'm on Facebook at Sunday Funday. And you can always get in touch with the podcast by emailing sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com. So I decided on this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about, well, more so give an updated version of what I'd what I would do if I was a school teacher. So let's just get straight into it. And I know I've done this before, but that was when I was like between fifth and sixth year, I think it was, somewhere in around then. But since I finished school, like obviously a lot has changed. I think differently, probably a little bit differently, who knows. Uh, so I decided to give like my opinion, what I do, all that sort of thing. So let's just get straight into it. And I'm like, if I was ever to, become a teacher I would be a teacher that he I'll be the teacher that I wish I had say in primary school in particular in particular because obviously when I was in primary school as I said earlier on in this podcast um me and my friend we used to imitate one of the bad teachers we had because it was that bad we just needed to get probably our anger out um by imitating her who knows um but yeah, as I said, primary school wasn't great and I wish I had a better teachers, like better teachers in general. Like I didn't have a good teacher until sixth class and that is a long time. And Eve, and like the only reason why I have respect for that teacher is because she helped me out when I got my first um period period or whatever. So yeah, um, that was the only good teacher I had. Other than that, they were a hit and miss, to be honest. Like they... Like, some of them definitely should not have been teachers. Like, trust me on that one. Um, But yeah, as I said, primary school experience wasn't great. And to be honest, like, what I experienced in primary school, I would never want to see another child go through that. Like, for a 10-year-old in four class, my mental health definitely was not great for what it should have been. Like, not being allowed to go outside on your break time because you, you got... As some wrong in maths in your math homework like it was rid- ridiculous things like that when you're trying to learn and you're being punished I would never like to see a child go through that and to, if there's teachers in primary school shouting and roaring at kids for making mistakes go and have a look at yourself in the mirror because trust me those kids are going home and they are crying to mommy and daddy mommy and daddy is then coming into you and they're giving out to you so think of it in the long run and if trust me if you're still shouting around at that child when mommy and daddy go into you there's going to be a lot more problems i'm talking local tds and possibly local radio stations because that's what my mom did like it got so bad when i was being kept in at break times or whatever uh she went to the local td and it stopped but if it didn't stop with local td she was literally going on like the local radio station she was like I'm going on and I'm going to name and shame that school because that should not be happening because like she was talking to her, like her friends and work or whatever and they were saying they were like always shocked that this was going on in primary school and especially unsupervised detention I guess like in secondary school you are being looked at like the teacher might go in and out of the classroom like to do like yard duty or whatever but like 
well, obviously, I never got really in trouble in se- secondary school. Like, I never had detention, but I would have been on student council and we would have been having meetings during breaks. And the teachers that were over it would have one or two students, like, in for lunchtime detention during the meeting. So, that's how I knew, like, the students were, like, being watched or whatever. So, like, being looked after in secondary school. But in primary school, you would not have gotten that. Like, the teachers were in, like, stuffing their faces with pizza and everything in the staff room after saying that, oh, yeah, you can't have chocolate or nuts or anything like that. But, yeah, they could. Anyways, uh, but yeah, I still do have nightmares from primary school, which is like scary because like I have not had one bad nightmare about secondary school, even though like I didn't have great people around me. But like every so often, at least once a month, maybe every two weeks, I would have like a nightmare from primary school. Like I'll be with like people from my primary school class and having arguments, like going back as me now and showing who I am and like they'll still be their ignorant selves and i'll be literally there like trying to bait the heads off them or whatever like would you get lost like stand up for myself um but to think to have like nightmares like seven years on from primary school is just like is that normal if if that is normal to have nightmares seven years after primary school please do let me know because like having nightmares from being in that classroom in that that one classroom is just traumatizing. It is traumatizing. But like speaking of nightmares from primary school, I did have one the other night. Um, I was being chased around by a fella, like that was in my class in primary school in the dream in my dream, like whatever. And like this at the end of sixth class, just to give a backstory. This same fella used to kind of tease me, used to mock me, used to laugh at me because I was kind of a little bit nerdy. I was always determined to do as well as I could because that's what my parents would have wanted me to do like literally in the last few weeks my mom was like oh yeah I I won't like make you do much work when you are in school or college when you are busy because I want you to do well in life I wanted you to get a good education for yourselves and which is fair uh like obviously we're being like taught how to do things at the same time but like when we're like don't have time mom is like fine whatever focus on your education she's not too pushed about which we're lucky that way um but like at the end of sixth class this lad used to tease me um he used to, like a lot of them did anyways for some reason to be like oh how are you Shania? all that sh- like for anyone that talks to me in some sort of a baby voice you give me the ick i hate you for doing that and this used to go on for so long in primary school and as well like to say like some weird things as well not gonna lie um but I lived and moved on from that but like since I started to do well in life with the podcast but like like a slight bit but like in the dream I'll go in and I'll be after doing like really well um and I remember like in the dream the other night that this lad was teasing me about how bad I was on the radio or with the podcast or whatever and I was literally like getting so upset of this in my dream like in a nightmare and I was like, and like, I was asking him why I should quit and all this. I was like trying to stand up for myself. And I was like, would you get lost? And then all of a sudden I, I flew away from this person and he was chasing me. And then all of a sudden I woke up. So that was my dream the other night about going back to primary school. Uh, with that one fella uh, shaming me and thinking I'm doing horrendous with the podcast and the radio. Uh, but that's not going to stop me from doing well. Like nothing will stop me. Like, never back down, never what? Never give up. That's, like, still stuck in my head for last while. But it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's motivation. Um, But, yeah, as for my secondary school t- experience, like, I'd more so try to be, like, the teachers that I had in secondary school because the teachers I had in secondary school were unbelievable. Like, I could never have enough thanks given to my secondary school teachers for what I've been through in school. Like realistically like teachers are probably trained to deal with children that may be going through the loss of a parent or whatever but it's never expected and especially if it was a sudden death or whatever and the the fact that every teacher like a lot of my teachers were even at my dad's wake gave a hug shook my hand or whatever whereas like and even when I went back to school like that Easter like after Easter I was like kind of in the corridor and the teachers were coming in in and out and they like literally every teacher that came in 
they come over, they'll smile, they're like, how are you, give a hug or whatever. Which I thought was so nice. And then my sister, like, she was in primary school, the same primary school I went to, um, that time as well, when dad passed away. She didn't get half, like, not even a quarter of the amount of support that I would have got in secondary school. But when my sister did, like, come to secondary school, she did get that support that what she should have got a few months prior to that. But, yeah, like, as for teachers, like, they were amazing. And again, like, my experience in secondary school is okay. Like, obviously, like, there's a lot that went on. And probably the people around me, they weren't great. But, like, was the last two to three years of secondary school a struggle? Yes, they were. But did I get good content out after the podcast? Yes, I did. But, like, the people I went to school with, they were just not great people to be around, like, for your mental health or anything. So you just had to kind of put up with them in a way but when you're able to get around it it's a good thing like and but uh, yeah people in my year were weird and I didn't really speak to them especially coming up the last few months of school like I literally went days and I wouldn't be talking to anyone literally what I did for the last few months of school was plan the podcast and think of content or whatever that was literally I was doing during my lunch break or in the mornings when I was in waiting like because obviously I'll get the bus in I'll be like there 20 30 minutes uh, waiting for a class teacher to start or whatever. Um, so obviously I didn't really talk to anyone in secondary school. Cause I, I came to a point where I just gave up. Um, but even like seeing like my old teachers today, like a few months later, they often ask like ha- about the other people that I was in school with. And to be honest, like I have no clue. Like I might see them floating around the college or I might see them floating around the town, but I wouldn't really speak to them or anything. I wouldn't speak to them at all. I might see like one or two posts I'll have up on like Instagram, Facebook, all that sort of thing. Um, but like if they didn't speak to me like towards the end of school I definitely don't speak to them now so <laughs> I don't know why and teachers even knew that I didn't speak to them like literally like when my teacher said you're going to find your like troop your group of friends like now you go to college you're going to thrive in life and like the t- that teacher was right Uh, but at the same time the, that same teacher was like what are you guys doing now where do you speak to them I was like I haven't spoken to any of them since the graduation and that is the God's honest truth. So that was my secondary school experience. But with that said, like secondary like school has given life lessons. And if I was to be a teacher, just going off topic there, going off topic for the last few minutes, I was going on a rant. But there is life lessons that you learn that if you were to be a teacher, you'd put them into practice, I guess. And one thing that I kind of learned throughout secondary school to help me get through the last few years of school was just to grow self-love, to love myself, um, which is which really helped, especially for the last, say, from January to May last year. Like, I was very down on myself, but yet I was still, like, somewhat happy inside because I was doing the podcast. I was still, like, trying to focus on other things outside of school. So... To just love yourself is one of the life lessons that I did learn in school that I would never, never forget. Also, school subjects in school, they're just for college. Realistically, like if I was teaching like business or English, I would teach the subject as well as I can. But I'll say to every student, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Know what you need to get into college and I will help you. But I will not take any crap because I remember being in some of my classes and especially English um the people in the class it was ordinary level English so people weren't really caring about it but you see I wasn't really able for higher level because I had such a bad experience in primary school with English literally when I was trying to pronounce words I never seen before teacher would make you stand up in class to read out and you didn't have a clue what the word was um and she'd be shouting at you as well bear in mind um but like I'd allow students to work for themselves but I would not take crap because like as I was saying English there uh, I was going but I have I was having a brain fart there a second ago. But the teacher will like take it'll take so long for the teacher like to get the class to be quiet because the class genuinely wouldn't listen. And sometimes when the teachers like say, Oh, get out to a certain student or whatever, they'll refuse to get out and they wouldn't get out. And the teacher's like, Fine, you can stay there, but be quiet, but they wouldn't be quiet. But if that was me, I would like get the principal or someone in charge to escort that person out of the classroom because I know there's other people there trying to actually do something. Because there could be one, two students in the class that need a certain 
grade to get into college or whatever so I'll focus on the students but if people don't want to focus fair enough but don't waste any of my time or any other students time um but yeah also being able to be your best friend is a good thing um I'll also like if there's someone that's on their own and they're struggling to make friends I will like I'll try to be that teacher that will like push them to be their own best friend like it may sound sad um but literally like I was like as I said I'll be days I'll be on my own kind of for lunch like I'll be in the classroom and people be in there as well but they wouldn't talk to you directly they'd be like throwing stuff across the classroom and messing and I'd be like what the hell um so I was like my best friend for all the six years you can may as well say and I wouldn't have any other way like I was there, I uh, went in school, did what I could do, came home, studied, did what everyone else did, and I was happy. And, like, yeah, I was lonely not having, like, someone there to chat to or whatever, but, like, being able to just come home and being able just to think of how the day went and have a conversation with yourself is always a good thing as well. And also, for students to know it's okay to walk out with being like friends with only one person or talking to one person or talking to zero people it's okay because once you leave school um you're going to meet, meet new people you're going to have new friends like there's so much more to life than the people in your secondary school class and I know there's probably students listening to this podcast that are in sixth year now is like dreading the thoughts of finishing they're probably sad that they haven't made like those secondary school friends or whatever but it's okay um I'm out of school now a couple of months and I literally only speak to one person now my whole year and like that's the truth of it and even at that like we might meet up every day we might meet up every month but we'll still be chatting like most days or whatever um and that's okay too like life changes life is different once you walk out out of those doors like you might have your six year summer or whatever but once that august comes people start going to college people get a full-time job it's different and it's okay to lose those friends from secondary school um but yeah i'll just make sure like as i say like if i was a teacher in any sort of way no matter if it's like primary school or secondary school because people come and go just to know those simple things to know to love yourself be able to ha- be your own best friend and just know it's okay to walk out with only one or two or zero friends out of your primary school class or your secondary school class. Um, but yeah, also, how I treat the children or students if I was a teacher, I'll definitely be giving them respect and I'll un- try to understand what they're feeling and because I know I was in primary school and things would happen, but teachers wouldn't know how you'd feel or whatever or how you'd be like on the inside. You'd be like, you might be upset, but teachers might say, oh, that person was only messing with you or whatever. But on the realistic side, you're about to burst into tears. But obviously, if you burst into te- tears in primary school, there's a big hissy fit over it. Um, And also, I would try to look out for the kid that is on their own. Just Like, even if the kid is quiet going and have no friends... Just to go over to that kid and be like, hey, how are you? What's your plans for the weekend? What do you want to do after school? How was you finding school? Um, all those sort of questions. Just have a conversation with that person. Because I remember in second year when dad passed away, uh, there was a walking club and there was one teacher over. And the teacher, not many people liked the teacher. I liked the teacher now because um, she's such a lovely lady. And there was a walking club and no one did it other than me. And I remember walking down to the golf club in Bunclody and just chatting to this teacher the whole time. It was just so therapeutic just to be talking to someone, especially because I had just lost my dad and no one really understood how I was feeling or whatever, like anyone my age. So I have that teacher there, go for a walk. It was so enjoyable. And I even remember like the last walk I did with the teacher, she got me 99 and I was so happy. And then like one, like the people I was like, in my class whatever their like mother was working in the shop where the ice cream was I was like well guess who's a favorite student now getting free ice cream or whatever but yeah um just always look out for the kids that may be on their own because you don't know what they're going through and I'll try to include like every student in whatever activity it is like going back to the cool camps there there was a six-year-old that was in one of the groups at one stage and she was very quiet going you could tell it and I got participating in like 
the activities even if she didn't like football or whatever I still like I was like come on would you try do this or whatever and like the first conversation I had it was like a Tuesday morning I was like oh that's a lovely t-shirt she had like a little butterfly on it I was like is butterflies your favorite animal and she goes yeah 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 I was like they're mine too and then I was like I think I had my tattoo no I didn't have my tattoo done at the time or did I no I was about to get it done but I was like I love I was saying how I love butterflies to her I was saying like how I love butterflies and I love her t-shirt whatever then I was like would you like to take part in the game and she's like I don't really want to take part in the game I was like would you like help me like to help me help out with it she's like yeah 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 it's like no when you're a kid and when the teacher or whatever asks you to help out you're like oh my god this is the best thing ever so and like even like the following day after speaking to that child to see the difference in the two days was just like it felt such a good moment and I was like proud of that like if I could like I was like that kid one time in school being quiet didn't want to play anything like I remember doing cool camps I was always on my own or whatever sometimes a good bit of time um because a lot of my friends didn't do the football they did the hurling um so to even just include that child into something it made my week um I mean and I was very tired as well for some of that but it's just it like I was that tired it wakened me up it made me that happy like you know it was just so cute um but yeah also another cool camp I was doing like there's kids and there's a bit of bullying going on and I was like right you get me the person that's annoying you you get me the person that's annoying you bring them over and we'll sort this out so I got them over sat them down at lunchtime and sorted out all the friends by the end of the day so tap on the shoulder for that one because the reason why I sorted it is because I had bullying and it didn't really stop properly and until I really sorted out myself like stand up for myself I don't know if this bullying is still going on in their schools or whatever, but I know I was able to stop it for the rest of the cool camp or whatever. Um, because I knew when I was sort of being bullied in the cool camp, I didn't really enjoy it. I was like, okay, if I don't stop this, like, arguments going on with these children, they mightn't like the cool camp and they might give up the sport. They might come back next year. You just want to live, make the memories keep going on for these kids as well. Um, But I didn't want... So, as well, I didn't want to be that coach I'll say oh they're only playing when they do that because sometimes like firstly that's a stupid thing to say to a child because everyone has their own likes and dislikes as I said before in the podcast but one child may be playing but to the other child it may be horrible maybe upsetting them it may be triggering them you don't know what's going on so to even just to say look don't do this is hurting their feelings you wouldn't like if they hurted your feelings and I'm kind of sorted it out that way just I didn't shout, didn't raise my voice. I was like, you know what? Just be so kind to everyone and it'll make everything so much easier. And we'll all have the best one and it stopped. Um, but going back to their only playing thing and saying that is stupid. Like I remember being in first class and something was said to me. Um, I got kind of upset with it and I went over to the teacher. I was like, teacher, this person after saying this to me. Forget what it was now because it was like 10 years ago now at this stage. And teacher goes oh they're only playing with you I was here about to burst into tears after this person calling me a name or whatever so uh, yeah that was kind of my primary school experience and how I would deal with things if I was a teacher like I don't care about teaching the child like the subject just once they are able to learn how to grow into a decent human being that would be my goal if I was ever to become a teacher whether it be secondary school or primary school I don't mind but to focus on the child's well-being and mental health is my priorities if I was a teacher. So let me know what you would think if do or think if you are a teacher of some sort. Please do let me know. Seanadal26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. Facebook is at Sunday Fun Day. And you can always get in touch with the podcast by emailing sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com. So recently, all over my For You page, I either see kids doing these skincare routines, makeup routines, or I see grown adults basically showing what these 10-year-old kids are doing on TikTok these days. So I decided to talk all about iPad kids because the kids that are on iPads at the age of two and three are now grown up and they are obsessed with, with skincare and all that sort of thing. So that's exactly what I'm talking about in this week's podcast so I'm going to firstly start off as to when I was a kid because I got my iPad when I was eight maybe nine so a good 10 years ago at this stage which I still have the, that iPad 
to this day um because I looked after it and trust me I did not even like crack the screen or anything on it so I looked after it quite well if you ask me um and it's still able to like turn on work fine as well and the battery is still like really good um but yeah that was my iPad from when I was eight nine years old um but I remember when I was a kid I didn't I was, it was when I was starting getting to YouTube at that stage like look at bits of YouTube but when I first got my iPad it was mainly to like listen to music and I was listening to music that my parents were listening to or it was like all the 2010 like well not 2010 but like probably like 2014 2015 kind of music um but yeah I was listening to like so Katy Perry and all those that were making music back then and it was great like dancing around the sitting room dancing around my kitchen because as I, as I said I did stage school so I was like obsessed with that for like a good time in my life and obviously then while you're doing stage school you want to go home so then I was dancing around uh, my bedroom or whatever and trying to either practice for stage school or come up with my own little dances and like try like come up with my own little play and I remember it was like coming up to my nanny's anniversary math or something like that and I remember like I'm gonna put on a little show for like my family and like I made up a little stage using like pens and pencils like blocked off an area of the sitting room um so that's what I was doing with my iPad and back then like we didn't have great wi-fi in the house so like the iPad like music would stop every 30 seconds like we think it's bad with like ads and everything nowadays on YouTube but like back then it was worse because it was pausing every like 10 seconds uh, and then you had to go back to start and it was so annoying especially when you were trying to dance uh but that was back in the day and it was great crack um but i remember when i first got my ipad i was also watching cartoons on it like i'm talking like sophia the first doc mcstuffins madeline i was watching all the old episodes because i really like the old episodes of some of the cartoons growing up so that's what I was doing with my iPad. And then as I got older into like fifth, maybe sixth class, I was starting to watch Seven Supergirls for a while. Or it could be in fourth class, I watched them. And that was really it. And and as well, like other YouTube channels I was watching was like Cur- Cookies World C, I think it was, and Toys and Me, and they were playing with the Shopkins, playing little games, and Anya and Elsia, if anyone remembers that as well. Um, so yeah, so when I was a kid, when like I see now, on tiktok what kids see on tiktok they want so i'm talking about iphone 15s skincare products all that sort of thing but when i was a kid i just wanted shopkins and all i made a tiktok of this as well so people get to see that during the week but like i remember being as a kid i seen like videos of these kinder joy after coming out over in america and obviously things go out in america first and then eventually like 10 years later i'll come to ireland and i remember the first time i saw a kinder joy egg it was in old hula's petrol station in tullo i say i was around third maybe fourth class i was about 10 years old and i saw this kinder egg and i was like oh my god daddy can we get it because it had like the little ferrero kind of chocolate inside and i was really excited about that and i really wanted to eat the chocolate more than the tie like play the tie but i was excited about that when i was 10 years of age but now you see like the kids now on tiktok and they see like some sort of perfume like oh my god mommy I want that or whatever like I remember when I was a kid like the thing we were getting the whole time was the Shopkins like or the other what was the other name of the like kind of grocery food kind of collection and they're like disgusting ones I can't remember what that was I may look look it up afterwards but we're all collecting those like collectible things like if I still have the collection of Shopkins which is also going to be up on tiktok um but even like during the week i was knew i was coming up to this podcast and i just happened to be like with my cousins or whatever and i just asked because one is in six the other's in fourth and i just asked the two of them like would many people have a phone in your class and obviously my cousin that's in sixth class was like yeah ev- nearly everyone has a phone now and it's like what phones to have and it's like literally all iphones all iphones in sixth class like i remember when i was in sixth class i just had like a cheap Vodafone phone on well tell a lie like my first phone was like one that you'll get for 30 euro in like Vodafone it was a small one a really small one like I'm talking like smaller than the iPhone 5, 5s or whatever it was um and literally my first iPhone didn't have like a front screen camera on my first phone just my first phone in general because it wasn't even an iPhone it wasn't even Samsung it was just a Vodafone one like I don't know if anyone is aware of the Vodafone branded 
phones and I'm like I was born in the wrong generation like I got my first phone probably 2016 Christmas uh, that year Christmas the fifth class like so like I was obviously early but like my parents were so strict on it like my dad was checking everything on my phone and if he saw something that he wasn't sure of he was questioning me to the last I remember trying to do a YouTube channel like he always said you're not to post your face on social media he always said that but I really wanted to do YouTube because I was watching the seven supergirls and all that at the time and so I was like I'm gonna make videos of talking Tom so you just go like you play as talking Tom and like a lot automatically save the video to your phone or whatever I uh, so that's why I was posting on YouTube and my dad was like you are not posting anything on YouTube at all so obviously I was made to delete all the videos and delete my YouTube well take the videos down but I still have the YouTube channel and I do have a few yokes up there now at the moment and I'm going to try and get into it sometime this year hopefully can't say I will or I won't but hopefully I will um but yeah like my parents were really strict on that like my dad in particular like I remember I was on snapchat could be in sixth class because I had the phone with the front camera my second phone and well it was like the end of sixth class because I broke my other one because this dumbass because it was a cheap vault phone one it was like slow and I took after my father and threw the phone across the sitting room and let it burst off the wall and then obviously it was pretty much banjaxed uh but you see I convinced my dad I was like dad my phone fell out of the bunk bed because we had bunk beds at the time and I was, like, I was on top bunk I was like oh yeah it fell out when I was sleeping it didn't like well he believed me and got me a new phone uh which is the main thing but I remember trying to take pictures like another way like when you're young you used to send selfies to your friends back and forth I remember I did that one night and my dad caught me he roared at me he's like you are not posting fa- like pictures of your face on social media. I wasn't even allowed to send a picture to my friends. Like that tells you like how strict my parents were. Like my dad was uh, with social media and all. But now you see kids like and all. You just know their parents aren't even checking the phone, uh, which is crazy to me. Um, but yeah. And then I was asking my other cousin as I was saying there. Uh, she's in fourth class. And I was just asking, does many people in your class have a phone? And she goes, yeah, a few of the boys do and they think they're really cool. I was like, of course they do. Like, showing off, like, their phones at, like, what, 10 years of age in four class? Uh, which is madness. Like, I like I remember when I was in school, like, I was, like, one of the last people to get a phone. Um, cause people were getting them for the confirmation or whatever. So, I just find it crazy. Um... But yeah, as for social media, as I said, my parents were really strict on it, uh, especially with YouTube. Like, if there was a video that my I was watching, my dad would be questioning me about it. And as well, on my iPad, I I didn't have a you, like Google account set up in it, so I couldn't download any games. The only games I got was those cool maths games that you got, got for free on Google. Um, And then what else? Oh yeah, you couldn't like comment, subscribe, or like any youtube videos because i remember watching seven supergirls and i've always wanted to get a shout out like at that age on their youtube channel but i couldn't comment and i was really wanting to comment but i well i couldn't because there was no google account set up and obviously when you're a ch- child you don't have a clue how to set it up well i didn't have a clue anyways um so that was like my experience with social media as a child but then you see kids on tiktok and they're like 10 years of age i'm like and they're comments like they're giving hate comments like I've often been on TikTok live stream and these bunch of 10, 14 year olds like somewhere between 10 and 14 are on with their group of friends and they're giving fierce amount of hate and you'd know as a child when they're on a page because the way they carry on and you know what age they are by what they're saying so that's another thing and also social media kids are knowing too much nowadays with just social media like I know I was like like third year before I started knowing like some certain things and that's because like my my sister knew more than what I knew in third year school and she was in first year and I was like like to even look back is like kind of crazy and now like a certain thing my cousin asked me recently right a while back was what is OF and I was like oh my sister was like she had first asked my sister. My sister wasn't going to answer that question. So my sister thought it would be great to call me in and say, oh, 
Eric Olsen has a question for you. I goes, what's the question there? She goes, what does OF mean? I'm like, oh no, what do I say here now? So I was like, oh Jesus, I'm really not sure. I might have, you might have to um, figure out in time to come or whatever. I couldn't tell you. Um, so I just brushed off that way but I wasn't going to say what was because could you imagine me telling like my cousin and she's 12 like 11 12 years of age and telling her what that is and what it means and what it is like I'd be shot dead if I told my cousin what OF, OF was so I was like no thanks I'm not do- dealing with that today but then I remember like a while ago I was like minding children and I just heard one of them say like they non-abbreviation of OF the full version of it I was like you are nine years of age how do you know that like I didn't know what that was until I was in third year maybe going into fourth year of school when the two giants did a podcast on it like I'm like that was when I was in third or fourth year of school so I was like what 15 and like these kids are nine and they know what that is I'm like what is going on here but obviously it's with social media and like some kids are watching youtube shorts as well which like i know i watched youtube back in the day but like there's no shorts or anything and it was just recommended for you to watch so if you and like i had to remember what channels i was watching as well so it was like seven supergirls or whatever so you have to remember and as well i was mainly listening to music or whatever back then as well but if I was to have kids now in the future, because obviously it's getting worse with the iPad kids and kids in general, like coming up into teenage years that have had an iPad for so long, they're just so ignorant. They are so rude. Like I was a metal leader last year in school and some of the kids, one, a few of the kids I would have known from primary school, I would remember like being a few years behind me, a couple of years behind me or well, no, their siblings and I would have been at their houses or whatever growing up. And I remember they're all sweet, innocent kids when they were six, seven, eight years of age. They came into secondary school again. Then I couldn't believe the ignorance of them. Like, and obviously this is because, I say it's because of COVID as well. Like a lot of those kids are probably doing nothing other than on the parents' phones, watching the YouTube or TikTok, or the parents have gotten a tablet and the parents don't realize what's on the tablet or the iPads. So that's what I think is happening like the kids these days are so rude the ones that are the whole time looking at the tiktok or whatever they're just pure dog ignorant like I have cousins now and I've seen kids like doing cool camp or whatever and I find my cousins about 10 times more sound sounder and have a bit more manners than the ones that are on the ipads the whole time so there's definitely something with the social media that's giving children this ignorance of I don't know what it is um but if I was to have kids in the future, like, I am definitely going to be trying to push them off not having social media for a long time. Like, I know my cousins, uh, their parents, um, they've tried to keep them off, like, social media for as long as they can. And they got to sixth class with my older cousin, which is fair play because it's not easy keeping a kid off their phone until that age, like, off some sort of social media, whether it be YouTube or anything. Um, so, yeah, that like, if I was to have kids, like, I'm definitely aiming to eight nine years of age before they have an ipad or whatever like i was eight years of age when i got an ipad or nine in around that age so and obviously you know the like and then i don't know what i'm saying here but yeah if i was to have kids try to push out the ipad and then push out trying to give them a phone or whatever and limit their access on social media like parents out there you need to be like teaching your kids how to look after social media, how to look after the phones. Like, obviously, like, the first phone I had was a horrendous phone. And now after working to get myself a good phone, and it's much more worth it, and you have more respect for it. Whereas, because you're like, oh, God, man, remember the first phone I had? You couldn't even take a selfie on it. Um. So, yeah, that's if I was to have kids try to push out as long as I can with social media, even though it's, like, near impossible. But I found, like, with kids that, like, lasted this long, like, 12 nowadays with no social media much social media access they're the ones that are playing loads of sport they're they're out like seven days a week doing something whether it be running swimming basketball soccer jay all these sort of things the kids are out the whole time and i think that's what i want to do for my kids if i have kids in the future so yeah also um yeah that's 10 year olds on tiktok like i was just thinking today like this time 10 years ago it was 2014 now we're in 2020 
before. The difference of the kids that were eight, nine years of age, like coming into ten, 10-year-olds on YouTube or whatever, or watching, like, on social media back then, or just have iPads when they're 10, back when I, like, when I, I was nine, 10 years old, 2014. And now you see, like, the same age now, and they're just the complete opposite. Like, they're many adults. Like, I remember I was just using my iPad just to watch different toys and then using it to make up my imagine it like imagine like imagery like what I was on about earlier on the podcast so it's just weird how it's all come around and it's actually scary and it's like I say give it another 10 years time two-year-olds will be able to set up a gmail account or something like that who knows what the future holds but yeah please do give me your opinion on these ipad kids because it is mind blowing so you can let me know seanadoll26 on instagram tiktok and twitter i'm also on facebook at sunday fun day and you can always get in touch by emailing sunday fun podcast at yahoo.com we are now at the end of episode 135 of sunday fun day and i'd like to say thank you all so much for listening to this week's podcast it really does mean so much to me crazy to think we're going so far with this podcast and i'm still young who knows what's going to happen in the future but yeah that's it for this week's podcast thank you so much for listening as i said don't forget to subscribe review rate share follow the podcast all that sort of thing you know what to do at this stage um but yeah if you want to see more content from me you can do so on social media seanadol26 on instagram tiktok and twitter facebook is at sunday funday and you can always get in touch with the podcast by emailing Sunday funded podcast at yahoo.com. But yeah, that's it for this week's podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your love and support. We're just on the edge of 8k listens. So by the time next week's next week's podcast comes around, we're more likely going to hit 8k, which is like what? But yeah, thank you so much for listening to the podcast over the last little while. And I'll be back next Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. So make sure you tune back in. Mm-hmm.